So if you guys are listening to this on Friday, even Saturday, you know, I'll extend it a day if you'd like. We are, as in we, as in Mashum Munir and Mahua Khan, yeah, you know, your favorite podcast yeah. hosts, we are having our own gallery in Manhattan, New York City, New York City. alongside some other South Asian artists. Yeah, so yeah. if you are like really craving, you know, some some South Asian art, you know where we're, where we're going to be. You know where, where to get that. And it's going to be in Manhattan. Look, I, I got to be honest. I, you're, you're being a little too lenient on them. If you're listening right now, you need to come. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> We're not taking no for an answer. Yeah. I don't care where you are. So the last time I was saying again, I don't care if you're in Antarctica. I don't care if you're Anchorage, Alaska. I don't care if you're in goddamn Jaipur, India. You need to come. Okay. New York City, um, January 21st, New York City. You find the details on my Instagram, on Mo's Instagram. You find it somewhere and you come. I feel like there's simply no and, excuse. And you say, hello, I'm, I'm a fellow difficulty. <laughs> I'm a fellow listener, part of your listenership. And then we give you a hug. And then it'll be worth it. And then you can go back home. Please don't call yourself a fellow difficulter. That's definitely not like our stand name and it never will be. So I don't know why he's trying to make it a thing. But really, if you want to meet us, and I know you guys have been wanting a New York City show for a while. Mm -hmm. So this uh -huh. is the next, next best thing, you know? Yeah. And you can meet my mommy. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah um if you're listening and you're in new yeah new, new if you're listening and you're in new york city um please come thanks <laughs> because i said it nicely but this man he's not gonna be so nice if you're anymore. listening he's gonna drag you by the ear york, and pull you out and you're not coming i'll know who you are <laughs> i i have access to a lot of information i know a lot of people <laughs> no you doesn't. need to come i'll be performing some spoken word poetry um, he's gonna do, be doing some headstands <laughs> i'll be he's doing gonna, some backflips off the wall he's gonna bring out his clown nose i got some special guests <laughs> <laughs> um um my uh all right anyway <laughs> anyways welcome back to our podcast difficultish a podcast about south asian narratives hosted by myself mosh noon and mahua khan your favorite before we move any further give us a rating preferably a five if not a five don't leave us a rating <laughs> and a review a good one if not a good one don't leave us one <laughs> and follow me on instagram follow us on instagram follow mo on instagram don't she has too many i don't have enough <laughs> literally today i've been going from like three thousand to 29.99 to three thousand to twenty nine. what's going on it's one of you guys instagram wants to humble you Thank you for coming back. We appreciate you guys coming back and tuning in every single week. Thank you for all the great feedback that you put on our last episode with our beautiful guest, Nuhash, you know, the Oscar-nominated film director in Bangladesh. We really appreciate having, you know, you guys listen and also having him as our first guest of 2023. And we are so excited to have, you know, the next few ones that we have lined up. But today's episode, we're excited because, you know, we had a little sneak peek in um, our recent episode, our first episode of the year, where we did a little Q&A and people asked us about relationship advice, relationship red flags, and we give a little, you know, our, our two cents. So today we wanted to, you know, delve in deeper and have a longer, you know, broadcast of just red flags, brown relationships, South Asian relationships, but relationships in general, you know, what to like be aware of, what to get away from, just things that are, you know, really red flaggy, very cringy. Very red flaggy. We don't want it, you know? Yeah. Um... I am currently 
in my first brown relationship. Wow. You're saying I've, that with your chest? I haven't been in one prior to the one currently. Wow. So, um... Who are you in a relationship with? Anyways, <laughs> um, I'll do my best to, you know, think of some brown-specific red flag. But I think mine are more geared towards, just, you know, just the everyday person. Right. Um... I got some. I got some shit. I've been through, right? Oh. <laughs> I got some things I've been through. This man <laughs> okay? been been around the block. Uh, relax. <laughs> um, but um, but yeah. Um, I guess we we also got a ton of responses. Yeah. Got, goddamn, sixty two hundred responses. No, actually, y'all been through shit too. Yeah, y'all have been really through the mud and back because we were looking through our responses. I was like, damn, y'all been you've been holding this one in huh? so sorry yeah we should have made this our first ever episode right. so you all could have vent but here we are yeah all right you want to go first yeah i'll what's go a, first what's a what is a, a a red flag for the brown man hit me good question manu <laughs> <laughs> no go ahead go ahead where'd that come from where'd that come from be honest I was, no, thinking about, I was thinking about what they called you on your graduation day. So that's why I said, good question, Manor. I'm, there's only one of us laughing. I'm not laughing. It's not funny. Okay, that's actually sensitive material. I've good, been bullied for Good question, Masha and Manor. Okay. Anyway. Hey, please. My first red flag, which applies to brown men, but men in general, people in general, if they are... So I guess this is a two-parter, right? So if they are only respectful to you, but hates and disrespects everyone else outside of just you, okay. that's a very big red flag. Okay. Because that means that, you know, they are respecting you, but they're treating everyone else like shit. And that can also transform into them eventually tre- treating you like shit as well. Because, you know, you know, true colors come through eventually, right? They do. So do not date a man. Do not be with a man that, you know, tries to like gaslight you into thinking, oh my God, I'm, <laughs> I only love my girl. So I'm only going to treat my girl like a human, but everyone else, they don't deserve my love as is much that, as. Th- is that what happens? Yeah. I've heard things like that, you know? Really? Yeah. You know, there's also some girls that prefer their man to only treat them nice, but treat everyone else yeah, horribly about that one. How you, feel you know about that one? no i wouldn't want you to like just treat everyone like shit mm. you know um i get if a girl's like trying to approach you like you know okay then you can be like yeah i have a girlfriend anyway <laughs> but that's the first part the second part is if he is mean or disgusting or rude to the woman in his life like his mother his sister his poor little grandmother anyone then that also plays a huge part on how his character is and how he's going to treat you because these men that are rude already to the people that have raised him and are a big part of his life, they are eventually going to do the same thing with you. You know, I have a question. I've I've seen this circulating around. I I don't really understand this too well, but I think think there's a thing of like brown girls not liking brown guys that are too close to their mothers mm, this. i've can heard you, of that can you expand this i don't i don't get it because i look at me i look at me and i'm very close to my mother right and i don't see how that could be a 
bad thing. Can you explain this to me? Yeah. So I also saw that response on a lot of our um, DMs and comments from our story when we asked you what some red flags were. And I think I don't think it's that you know, when, when boys or men are close to their mother, I think it's more when they are considered like mama mama's boys, where they are so close to their mother, where they don't want to take their wife or their girlfriend's opinion into account. They would choose their mother over their girlfriend in arguments. They would like listen to every, like, for example, if the mom out of nowhere with no good, good reason is saying like, oh, I don't want you to date this girl anymore. They're going to automatically choose the mom's opinion mm. instead of like their own, you know, so they don't have like their own thinking. And it's just like one of those like toxic mother-in-laws, you know, because like, you know, that the, 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 the husband or the partner is always going to side with them and that they don't have and like they're being fed by them, you know, like they they don't really have like a mind of their own. So I don't think it's that the the boys are close to their mother. I think it's more about like them choosing like ch- them choosing their mother over their partner and not really having like their own backbone. Yeah, but like, if I'm being honest, like I, I love when my mom feeds me. Like, <laughs> Shut I, the hell up. Yeah, like, I also do too. You know, like I, you know, I, I, I do love my mom. You know, like right. quick, quick, quick side story. You know, yesterday I was looking for a, a certain uh, duffel bag. I was couldn't find it in my room. I asked my mom if she knew where it was. No, nah, I'm dying. I don't know. It's gonna be in your room. I want to be in any other room. Right. I said, you know, mom, you have a point. I'll go look again. Looked again, couldn't find it. So, mom, any, you know, or anywhere? No, I don't know. I leave. I, I go to Target to buy a brand new duffel bag, and she calls me. She's like, ah, oh, found your bag. <laughs> Where'd you find it, mom? Oh, in your your grandma's bathroom <laughs> in the shower, because <laughs> that's where she hangs a bunch of bags. I'm right. Like, I noticed that. All right, mom, and then. You know, I thought that would be be the end of it. And then she 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 goes overboard. I could have chosen to be a, a bad son at this moment. But then she hits me with the, oh, are you going to be home late? I said, no, mom, I'm coming home now. She said, okay, can you get me some French fries from fish filet from McDonald's? And then I paused for a moment. I was like, man, sure, why not? I think that's the, that's, there's a difference between that because, like, that just considers you as respectful. And, you know, caring about her feelings, but, like, you're still reasonable, you know? Yeah, sometimes. What's your red flag, buddy-o? I've been through this one, and I can't do it again. Drama queens. All right, ladies, you know how I'm about to start now. Drama queens. What's that? You know what I mean by that? No, I don't know what you mean by that. So, say me and my significant other, you know, argue about what kind of... uh, ice cream we're gonna have for the night she wants chocolate i want i want some cookies and cream okay i want some some texture i want some a little fun girls you won't girls you know what's a red flag guys who argue with you about and then all her girlfriends yeah dump him yeah i agree (laughs) and when it goes right into the group chat right into the group chat group chat queens Drama queens mm. expanding on drama, so that's that's one end, right? We, mm. we can expand that a little bit more. So so wait, uh, so wait, no. Before you continue, it's not even drama queens. It's about people that take small arguments and turn it into like a big communal argument. People that just like need to validation ha- need like have the need to tell other people what is going on mm. in their in their relationship. I hate that. Oh, I really hate that. Mm-hmm. When a girl has to talk to her bestie about. 
I get the I get the bestie. But not everything. Like you don't need art. Like an ice uh, situation about ice cream. Like yeah, for fun, whatever. But like yeah, like actually coming to your like, hey, what do you think about this? Like about like everything. Right. I I would not want my significant other exposing one hundred percent of the relationship to Mm. even her best friend, regardless of how close you've been. Mm. How you feel about that? I think. Yeah, when it's happening in the moment, especially about something small like ice cream, then yeah, no one else besides the the relationship people have to know about that, considering it's about ice cream. But I think the best friend can know about things after it's passed or if you're still going through it. Like if the ice cream thing really bothers you. Yeah, if it you really, know, okay, if it really bothers you, whatever, it shouldn't. Right. <laughs> but that's the red flag. Yeah, but I don't think that personal relationship things should be like broadcasted to the world, especially like adding on to that. The people that like, are kind of petty and they take it to like their instagram story and then they're like i and honestly back in the day i used to do it when i was young and petty i would be like so yeah i'm single <laughs> you're lying why no you know like things like that i would be like you know but why why do you feel like you needed to do that like why do you why do you feel like you needed to like showcase something on social media that like you're going through it was validation that? like if i didn't get that in the relationship because you know toxic men I would think that I would think to retaliate with my toxicness, I had to make it seem like it didn't matter to me and I had to, you know, it's like a whole deal. But honestly, it wasn't just me. It's a red flag because I know guys who did it too, Mm -hmm. you know, like back in the day, hit me up with your Snapchat or DM me for a rate. Like, hello, we're together. What do you need to rate other people for? But yeah, I, I, I think um just just like social media addicts mm. that need to talk about what's going on in their life on Twitter, on goddamn Facebook groups. <laughs> <laughs> it's anywhere. Just why? Like you don't have to <laughs> keep it. It's just ice cream. It's just Rocky Road versus Cookie the Cream. Like you got put it in the Facebook group. A whole like Any- ice cream anonymous <laughs> crew. Literally. Um but yeah, just like just just drama queens. You know, if you're listening, you're a dra- if if you're listening you feel attacked. Not sorry. It's just personal preference, you know? Yeah. I have to agree. Yeah. Not everything gotta be, you know, blasted. Uh, exactly. Alright, I got another one. Mm. A red flag for a man is if he continuously brags. About all the girls that DM'd him, all of the tension that he gets, all of the one. girls that he had before you, That's all of, one. you know, the, the people that are really trying to get a uh, reaction out of you and get that attention. Because it's like, damn, if all these people are DMing you, go w- be with them. Like, why do you have to constantly flaunt that? Mm-hmm. Like, there's a way of saying it. Like, you know, like if Mashoon came up to me and say, oh, my God, like this girl DM'd me, like me and him laugh about it. Right. right. Especially if it's like a flirty type of thing. But there's there are these certain types of guys that do it in a way where it's like, yeah, I get these girls, but I chose you, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like, wh- like, what are you trying to prove with that besides the fact that you're insecure and also you're trying to make me insecure, you know? And you're trying to make me jealous for something that you're probably lying about. I think it's it's just, you know, the guy always wants to have the power and the control in the relationship. And he wants to know that, you know, you're lucky that you're here. You know, and yeah. I, de- I deserve to be here. Mm-hmm. You're the lucky one. You know, it's just it, it's a it's a power dynamic. Guys just always want to be like one step higher. Well, I'm going to snip that what? power dynamic <laughs> off. <laughs> right. 
No, I used to be with a guy like that before, and he would tell me, like, oh, my God, yeah, this girl Snapchatted me, this girl DM'd me, this girl, blah, blah, blah. Come to find out he was the one reaching out to right. them. <laughs> right. Oh, my God. These girls don't even know who he is. <laughs> they, they said, hello? Yeah. <laughs> he, he sent 26,000 messages. She said, what? what? <laughs> yeah, she blocked him, and that was a response that made right. him go crazy. But no, um, guys, guys do that a lot. Yeah, you know, and, and there there have been times where like I might have gotten like a comment or like a DM or something, and it like passes by in my head like, you know, it it would like yeah I would I would tell Mo just like for fun, but like, in in those moments I think about what like another guy or what one of those guys would be like, and it it like it, it there's a lot of things that I'll I'll just be living like my normal day. And, like, something will happen. And I think I've just always been someone that has really good judgment. And I've always been somebody that is really patient. And, you know, I when something happens, I process. And I think about what some what another person would, like, how another person would react in this certain, certain situation. And it just reminds me of how, like, normal I am, mm. if that makes sense. Yeah. What's one of what's one of the you know the second red flags that you have? I got one, and this is this is a big one, and this is one that that you're aware of. This, this is, is one, one that's that, been keeping them up at night. <laughs> <laughs> this is one that I used to deal with a lot, and I think um, I think I think a lot of brown girls struggle with this. Are you gonna say like dependency? No, girls that love to argue, girls that love arguing, arguments. I feel about arguments. Yeah. What's your thought on arguments? Good, bad, neutral? I think it depends on how the argument manifests. So if the argument turns into like a big argument where you guys don't talk and it's like toxic, then that's bad. But if you have a argument, everyone has disagreements and it turns into something where you can like, you know, be neutral about it at the end and like still be close and whatever it is. And that's that's not that's a, that's a conversation. Argu- arguments are you mean like bi- a loud like you know no scary not, not argument? even that Ar- arguments i i think when it becomes an argument is when you know the basis is no longer um wanting to understand and empathize with the other person it's shifted to a basis of like not act not like directly trying to hurt somebody but where like that empathy kind of like goes out the window mm. like you don't you're you're no longer like careful of what the other person is thinking now it is strictly you want to get whatever is in your head off and and out mm. i think that's when it becomes an argument so that's different than like, like when it manifests into different things that don't even relate to the argument yeah because like we've had like stern conversations where you have an opinion i have a, an opinion but we're we still maneuver through the conversation in, in a specific way because we want the other person to like actually hear what we're saying mm. and you know, in in relationships, there there are moments where like that goes out the window, and it's like it's like okay, I just want you to know how I'm feeling right now, and it might come out the wrong way. I might say something that I don't actually mean, but I need to get this off. You know, and I think I've dealt and I see a lot of girls that do that a lot, like arg- arguments where it's directed in a way where they're trying to hurt you. Yeah, like petty arguments. Not even directly trying to hurt you, but they they just feel the need to like let that out because they have maybe they don't know or they don't have a better way to like release a certain emotion Mm. like 
I've always had pride in myself and like I don't I don't want to talk myself up in this episode or anything but I've always found myself as not always but I've grown myself to become a very patient person who doesn't you know fast forward to arguing and oh, you don't get it blah, blah, blah. like I don't do that I agree um but I think a lot of girls and I'm thinking about one person in specific right now who is so quick to to jump that line when somebody is not on her page mm. and um yeah i'm just i can't do it man i think i mean i think that also uh works with with men um but do you think yeah. that people have uh, a chance to fix that and you know control that arguing or do you think it's like fixed i don't know i think um some some people can do it some people can't um and like i i also know like my my god sister in in specific i know she's always been someone like who's been super argumentative type not in the same way that i've been describing like she doesn't try to hurt people but she's like always like super stern on her opinion she's a new yorker she's a new yorker a bronx <laughs> new yorker like, you know like for me like i i have my opinions but i've never like like say i'm in like a classroom and somebody is like yeah i love trump i love this i love that i never feel the need to like be like oh why like why like i'm just like okay i i don't care do do you whatever i i never try to like argue even debate with somebody else i literally don't care i think debating could be fun when it's like somebody who's willing to like hear you out Mm. but a lot of time when it comes to a lot of things whether it's like politics religion any sort of emotion that you feel deeply, 90% of people, like, cross this line from debate to argument super duper quickly. Mm-hmm. I'm really big on debating. I love, like, you're, talking you, to people, like, hey, like, what do you think about this? But you're able to have, like, level-headed, like, debates and arguments about things like that. You know, some people aren't able to... Some people put their feelings too much into it, and they start taking it personally, and then that's when they start, like, really trying to affect you or hurt you you know yeah like they start getting defensive like but i think it relates a lot with like unresolved trauma and like their response to people like they feel like people attack them and they have to defend themselves so i think it's a lot with like the way that they react is just like dedicated because of like how how they've grown up you know yeah i guess but it's like it's like you know if i'm just like if like i like my pasta cooked a certain way and i only like you know like cook for like seven minutes so you don't gotta get mad because you like it at eight minutes just like respect how i choose to cook my like al dente why pasta. what are you all these like mad at what are all these food comparisons today huh? i'm just you know uh, i'm i don't know if you guys know like i'm a big foodie like i love food not even like eat, like obviously i love eating but like i love everything about food i love like what it like what it can mean for a culture how it could bring people together I think about like how like so that's a green flag. A huh? lot of yes, <laughs> big green flag. People that love to cook. We'll make a green flag I think, episode too. I think that's a that's a big big green flag. What cookers? <laughs> yeah, he Cooks. wants cookers. he, he likes cooker. me because he can cook with me. Yeah, like I, I know that I could be in the kitchen with you and like you would have fun, you know. But there are also people that like get in the kitchen and, like don't want to be there. They'd rather like crash the kitchen. Yeah, they rather freaking like order food in. i would also like to order food in but like i also like the kitchen yeah <laughs> right all right you want to hear my red flag <laughs> i'm just scared no this one's a good one all right 
My next red flag is if a man cannot hold an intellectually... What's the word? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. <laughs> like an intellectually charged conversation. Okay. Right? So, like, Mushun and I can. From the beginning, we always have. Nah, you know, we surpassed the Instagram DM limit. They actually did not let us text nah, anymore. five minutes in, I started talking about, like... This man was talking about white paint. Pasta. He was talking about white paint. And that was literally how he talked from the beginning. Yeah. Like, how long can you talk about white paint? You know, not even, time. like, a fun color, but, like, white paint. And that's when I knew. You know, that was the, that was the beginning of the beginning. What a coincidence. We were talking about white paint today as well. <laughs> yeah. Continue. But anyway. But I've had other men, grown men, where all they talk about is... W-Y-D. W-Y-D. <laughs> Pee, poop. <laughs> like, not even yeah, full qu- like literally not even full sentences yeah. and it's like especially when they text LOL. not even it's just like what do you have to offer like all they would say is like yeah did this they had to work today no details nothing yeah they talk nope. to you on the phone what are you doing every single second <laughs> they don't ask about your family That's they it. just like talk about themselves they don't care about your passions Mm. all right hookah <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah and then you get hookah and same thing it's just like one word but the man is a fully grown like 23 year old you know so yeah. it's like why well like wh- why do you why do you think guys like that exist i just feel like they've never had like a role model or they've never had like emotionally like charged conversations with any of their male peers or like anyone in general like i feel like everyone is a product of their environment and so a lot of them didn't have those conversations growing up in their home and then they didn't have it in their friend group and that's just how they think people talk. Yeah. And it's like hard for the the other side, the other partner to like have these conversations because they're not being reciprocated, you know? Yeah. So I think a big thing is a man that can talk. A man that is like actually smart and intellectual. Not even just smart, the bare minimum, just like Knows how to ask you questions. Knows how to, like, talk to you beyond just, like, W-Y-D. <laughs> Sorry. Spells high wrong. Spells gorgeous wrong. Gorgeous. <laughs> how you spell high wrong? <laughs> like, you tell me. You tell me. <laughs> uh, but it, it goes both ways, though. Because I've, I've met some. Mm. Who you met? Mm. Some. Some goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> I won't say the word, but some girls that just look at you. <laughs> what they want look at their phone wow look around yeah oh yeah nice yeah, i don't blame them huh i don't blame them no nah, i get i could think about like i've i've talked to some girls that like you know like, i'll ask them about anything they're like yeah good <laughs> <laughs> like like the same way that you're you get upset that guys don't ask you questions for me it's like i asked a girl a question they say nothing <laughs> yeah what's your biggest fear uh Nothing really, lol. Lol. What? Okay, like, how was your day? Do they want to talk to you? Maybe not. <laughs> no, but this is like in real life. In like real life, like I'll like <laughs> be hanging out with somebody. Like even not even like date wise. I'll just be hanging out with somebody. Fine. Good. Hmm. Nice. Maybe they just don't want to be your friend. Maybe you have why some thinking someone, to why do. Why wouldn't someone want to be my friend? Maybe you have some some deeper thinking to do. You know, you know what's the craziest part though? The two people that we just complained about, they'll find people that like match them. Yeah. Know? So it's like boring people belong to boring people. 
Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, like, maybe this isn't a red flag, but it's Maybe like a, it's someone's it's cup like of a, tea. If, if you're boring, find someone equally boring. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, like, life is better over here, like, on this side. Right? Yeah. But it's okay. You can stay over there. All right. Was there a last red flag? I would say, like, girls don't, like, read a lot. All right. You're a poet. Second, you know I read a lot. It's like, it's like there's like why would you be reading in like your time like like go like go do something else like go like I don't know like a walk or something like go like swimming. Petition to burn all of Michelle Munier's <laughs> books. Wow, but if you did want a copy of my book and you're in New York City, I'll have some, you know, on sale posted up. Ah. I'm a little showcase. What's the serious New red flag? Um, girls that that don't read. You think that's a red flag, actually? Girls that um that don't um active and this is like boys and girls, but pe- people that don't actively try to like expand their horizons mm, and like learn expand their mind. Girl, like gu- like girls and guys both. And you know, I I guess overall, like this is something super specific that you know it's it's maybe a red flag for me, probably not for everybody, but you know, I like a girl that you know, values her time and and tries to spend her time wisely. You know, I think things like watching TV and playing video games are totally fine, but not eight hours a day. Don't be watching goddamn Breaking Bad New Girl for seven seasons in a row, nonstop, didn't get up, just got you know, what if popcorn and sparkling water depressed? in bed. I think this doesn't relate to, obviously, if you're depressed or something else. Sometimes you just don't have, like, you know the the means and the the feeling to do all of those things and you kind of just have to lay in bed and do those things i i think like i i'll be sitting and i'll be chilling and like i'll be like hmm i wonder like what it was like growing up in the time of like the cold war and like i'll go like look up like you know life in 1972 for example like just like random shit like i'll just like be interested in like the world i'll like be interested in shit i'll be learning about like you know um, you know, sweatshops in Bangladesh. I'll be learning about, um, goddamn, like, the Ukraine-Russia war. Like, anything. Like, I'm always just trying to learn. Like, there's so much to know about. There's so much to learn about. And that go- that coincides with the reading, because you get so much information from reading. But, yeah. like, I'm just, like, addicted to, like, in my, like, my YouTube videos is, like, the most random shit. Like, be learning about orca whales. Be learning about, like, goddamn anything. Learning how to freaking make, like... <laughs> Like ciabatta bread from scratch, just like always, like be like being interested in like the world around me and not just like sitting around doing absolutely. Nothing. YouTube is really when they have machine, they're like, yeah, we got another one. <laughs> like, like I'll be deep in some rabbit hole. YouTube, like, please sponsor this man. He like, watches I'm anything. A, I'm and a everything. big like conspiracy guy, big like food like video guy, big like anything. Like I, I've been really into chess videos lately. Like my whole YouTube yeah. feed is all chess videos. Learning about like the different openings, like the the London opening, the Italian game, the Queen's Gambit, the King's Gambit. Thank you for sharing that. You know, like there's so much but I to think, know about the world. I think your red flag expands into my last red flag, which is if a man doesn't have passions and if he doesn't have like things he wants to do outside of his outside of his work or schooling. Because I feel like if a man doesn't have, like, 
his purpose to live like his willingness to live like what what like lights him on fire if he doesn't have passions if he does if he doesn't have like um uh like a love for learning outside of just school then that is no man for me because obviously personally like I, I am a creative so I love learning and I love doing things on my own outside of just like what I do for work but I feel like the person that you're with also has to just have personality outside of like what he's doing I think I think this is this is something just for you though because I've met I know a lot of really great people that don't really have a purpose for life mm. you know a lot of people just kind of like work their job like you know, just have, like, their first son, just want, like, a happy family, a happy son, happy wife. And, like, you know, a lot of people don't have, like, a brother, 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 just, like, a, a, a broader purpose or reason to live. You know, it's mm. just kind of, like, they just, like, want to, you know, li- live. Like, I, I, I used to have a coworker that, like, he just really likes golf. Yeah, you know, but and, like, that on the is weekend something. he just like go, but that's not like his purpose. But that's for like life. his hobby. He has something outside yeah, of his work. But you're talking about passions. Passions. Are no, but I'm, I mean something hobbies. that he can come home to after his work or school that is nothing related to that. Like he has something to like, you know, um, relax with. He has something to do outside of that. Maybe he has another income. Whatever it is, he has something that is making him more independent and have fun beyond just like what he does for work. And he's not constantly just like at home just watching tv and like drinking beer and like just bothering me you know but i mean i like it it does get super specific but again like i know some guys that like are are amazing humans and like that's kind of like the life that they live so you know i don't want i don't want anybody listening to think that like you're you're living the the wrong life because you're not actively searching for a second source of income or you're not like you know trying to learn about orca whales for six hours all right we like, get it you, you listen to like a lot of the time i think I, I think um you know people like us forget that you know majority of people are just trying to like be okay and yeah. like live like a i agree happy life you know i think that was more specific to me yeah but that's how i'd like to end my red flag okay. series but i definitely do have a lot more let me know if you want part two or three okay. or four or five because I, I can go on Where and you on. Get all these from huh hmm? my head you've been through stuff recently no no friends friends (laughs) (laughs) all right so as you guys know we finish off our episodes with our advice slash response session so we told you guys we have a lot you know we really our instagram almost broke from how many responses we got follow us at difficultish if you want to send in your responses for our future episodes obviously you can respond to our stories so we are going to have a little lightning round with all of the responses. Well, not all because we'll be here all day. But some of the responses that we got, which were really funny. And we just want to, you know, haha giggle with you, you know. <laughs> Someone got really specific. She said, if he has a new Toyota Camry with the fancy bumper and rims and takes wow. HD pics of it, run. Wow. If, you're, if your man has a reliable car, <laughs> get out of there. No, but I agree. If he's constantly what? flexing that car. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, run car guys indeed run i know some cool car guys yeah car there guys, my though. best friend is a car girl we forgot about that if he says the n-word that's a big red flag yeah, i mean yeah my best friend is a car girl so i got no discrimination against that someone said when they excuse their friends racist or sexist behavior and don't call them out yeah damn we because mi- they're we, them we we missed some like 
bangers important. like bangers <laughs> like we missed that we were like yeah if they fight about that's, ice cream <laughs> yeah yeah that's that's a big one <laughs> we fight about ice cream. <laughs> real life shit coming. oh someone said a good one what? a guy telling you what you should and shouldn't wear okay mm. i feel about that so i think people can guide you you know you can guide someone especially if it's your partner in a good healthy way without yelling at them without shaming them but we're talking about the the guys that make you feel like shit for what you do, who yeah. you hang out with, what you wear. That's a big that's a big red flag. I think I think it, I think it it expands outside of like just that general thought. It's like, you know, like broad example, but if at any point I were to come to you and ask you to not do wear whatever, like not do something, I hope that you wouldn't think that i'm attacking you and i'm coming from a place of like yo hear me out i have valid reason Mm -hmm. reasoning for why i'm saying this Mm. you know so i think when it comes to something like that like a guy telling a girl to uh, yeah a girl what to wear based on the relationship if you know the guy has tendencies of that or like you said says it in a very you know argumentative like controlling way that's different than like a lot of time trying to hear hear where the guy's coming from. Mm. Not, I'm not talking specifically about wearing, like wearing something. Someone said, wants to live with his parents after marriage. How do you feel about that? So I personally think that it's okay if you want to live with your parents after marriage, but I think it has to be a decision made with both your hus- your wife or husband. Yeah. Like it can't just be a one-sided thing and you automatically think that the other person's going to just automatically move with you and they have no say in it. But I think there definitely has to be boundaries. And again, it has to be a conversation with, you know, both parties. Yeah. Someone said follows too many girls. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Especially those, um, those, uh, you know, celebrities and those Instagram models. I've never understood that. Like, Mm. I've never been the guy to follow a bunch of models. Mm. I don't get that. When they're the ones telling you how to dress, but then they're liking all the girls with the bikinis and the half naked girls. Yeah. Yeah. Someone said, if he talks bad about his friends and family. Yeah, I mean, like, my sister got, like, a big forehead sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. sometimes that's she, what she got banged. Sometimes she, like, like she she did this thing where, like, she started cooking after she moved out. And, like, she, like her dishes look great. Yeah, they're amazing. Like, what, what's wrong with her, though? Apple, if you're listening, like, I, I think about that a lot. And I, I take that personally a lot um and like when you come home you don't cook you, you like all you do is order food out and you don't cook when you come home and then you go back to y- yeah you gotta step it up girly all right let's do two more i got I, I got one that i see um if they have brown boy andrew tatism wow. in them, even in the slightest way you know what that means yeah what's that explain mean? it to me um man we haven't we haven't talked about this man Andrew Taylor. Oh, we don't got to. I gotta. see his videos a lot. He's in jail. <laughs> He's in jail right now. <laughs> As he should be. I saw I saw clips of his uh they did like uh, a Vice documentary on Andrew Tate and Vice is not the best like media outlet right. by any means, but I heard some shit and I watched some shit. I was like, "Man, this guy's demon. This guy's crazy." Um but I think his his general message is you know, I, I I think this is how people get really popular where like they'll say like a bunch of like like heinous crazy shit and then they'll say like one or two things that a majority of people agree with and then 
people will be like, oh, like he's like, yeah, he says some bad stuff. But like, look at this thing he said. I think like a lot of people kind of gain like gain up like that. But he, like, I think the effect that he has on like guys between the age of like 13 to whatever age, people that like can't differentiate like entertainment from like people with like crazy ass messages. Um, I think he's negatively affected like a lot of people, like mm. a lot of guys. Just like, I don't know, he says some crazy shit about women. All right, someone said, not trying to understand mental health and the family issues because they grew up in a positive household. Damn. Or maybe they grew up in a household that didn't really take or acknowledge those problems. Damn, that's a big one. Yeah, when he doesn't acknowledge, you know, any issues that you have and he tries to diminish it. I think it's really hard for, for two people that don't come from similar backgrounds to uh, have a relationship. Of course it happens, but I cannot imagine being with someone who comes from a rich home where everything was tip top perfect shape. Well, here I am. <laughs> Sorry. Well, like no, like I'm I'm talking about like obviously like not our lives were perfect, but I I actually I I have a friend who she's in a relationship with this guy and this guy is literally like perfect. Like comes from like a a good family, 4.0 GPA, has a super amazing job. And, like, looks like he's, like, just been, like, completely fine his whole life. And I know this girl, and she's been through some shit. And so, in my head, I'm like, man, like, I guess some people work it out, but it must be really hard for people that, like, have very differentiating backgrounds to, like, work out. Do you think you could be with the guy that comes from, like, super, you know, tip-top, prim and proper suit and tie? I think there has to be a lot of communication and, um, I don't know, just talks to get them to empathize and understand your situation, but... I can't see myself. Well, here like I that. am. Yeah, <laughs> we found each other, huh? I haven't worn a suit and tie since high school prom. I offered one. I offered to buy you three today. Buy oh, two, yeah, get you, one free. Yeah, you did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So as you guys know, we end our episodes with our ten-second advice. Unfortunately, Mashun's ten-second runs into thirty minutes. So I'm gonna ask you again. Any ten-second advice? I got one. Yeah. You are deserving of all the money you want. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Y'all, I hate to break it to you, but that is literally a post-it note that I have in front of my laptop She's right now. She's that up. It's, I thought of that from Ed. Um, you know it's a lie when he thought of an advice within two <laughs> seconds of me asking him. No, I think for real. Um, um, See, those post-it notes, are, they come in handy, huh? Yeah, yeah, I like those. Um... You don't got to be embarrassed of what you're doing for work. Mm. I think a lot of people of any age bracket, um, a lot of people are embarrassed of being a server. A lot of people are embarrassed of working in construction. A lot of people are embarrassed of being a dishwasher, being a busboy. Um you don't have to be embarrassed because you're you're working and there's a lot of people who let that embarrassment get to them and would rather be job jobless and be sitting on a couch all day being a couch surfer mm. um if if you're working a job that you're not proud of i'm proud of you mo is proud of you yeah and we all have to start somewhere i i started as a dishwasher i was washing dishes in the back of a barnes noble cafe oh. i was i was folding t-shirts in the back of an aeropostale at the Florida Mall. Um, in the corner, little sixteen year old boy climbing up like yeah. all these shelves to get t shirts. 
we all we all got to start somewhere. Even if you're older and you're at a place where you're not comfortable at, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you too. My advice, definitely not that long, right. is if you are constantly complaining about something, check your environment and see who the people around you are. Because if you're constantly complaining about going out every single weekend when you don't want to do that, if you're constantly complaining about that you have to drink or you're getting peer pressured into drinking or that you're a certain type of way but you're not sure why, you're not as independent, think about like what kind of friends you surround yourself with, who lives in your house and how they're affecting you. And try your best to amend that because oftentimes we don't realize how big of an impact these everyday surroundings have on us. And really just like maybe not even just like cutting them out, but lessening your time with them or lessening the time with like whatever you think is harmful for you really plays a very big impact on how much you complain and how much of a how much better quality your life is. Good one. Yeah. A little bit long. Yeah. I mean, it was in 30 minutes, though. I'll be honest with you. Yeah. Um, but good. I yeah. agree. Yeah. So anyway, make sure to listen to our podcast forever and ever. <laughs> make sure to give us a good rating and review and tell your friends about us and come to our art show on Saturday. If you are in town, if you're not just fly out simply, that's it. You know, simply, simply that's it. Make sure to follow us on TikTok. We are going ham we post every single day. We are at Difficult Dish Podcast on TikTok and on Instagram. Yeah. We are at Difficult Dish. Yeah. If you made it this far in the episode, we need you to comment cookies and cream on our Friday post. That's all you need. Cookies and cream. And we'll see you. We'll give you a hug virtually, maybe in real life if you, when you fly out. Mm. Um, thank you for listening. We love you. Make sure to follow Mashoon on Instagram and TikTok. Yeah. He's at Mashoon Munir. Follow me if you would like. It's at Labyrinth Ave. And we will see you guys next week. Allah Hafiz. Allah Hafiz.